Hello, and welcome to another episode of True Stories of Good People, a GoFundMe Heroes production. I am your host, Kelsey Little. In each episode of this podcast, we sit down with someone who's making a difference in other people's lives, or who has had their life changed by someone kind. Grace Burbig was only 10 years old when her mother passed away after a three-year fight with leukemia. Grace promised herself that she would do something meaningful to honor her mother's memory, and Letters of Love was born. Grace's efforts have helped send over 60,000 cards filled with love to children around the world who are battling cancer and other life-threatening illnesses. With the world now grappling with the COVID-19 crisis, 18-year-old Grace has launched a new effort to help children who are battling illnesses in the hospital, isolated from their families. And it's growing more than she ever expected. Hello, True Stories of Good People listeners. I'm so excited to be virtually chatting today with our GoFundMe Kid Hero of the Month for May, Grace Burbig. Grace, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so nice to finally meet you. We've been keeping keeping track on your story for a while, so this is really cool for me too. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very excited to finally see you and and work work with you guys. Yeah. Um, okay, so we say you're a kid hero, but you're actually a senior in high school. Um, is that right? Yes. Yep. How, first of all, how is it being a student during the COVID crisis? That must be kind of surreal. Yeah, it is definitely um, surreal. <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy, especially being a senior this year. Uh, like spending your whole high school career looking forward to senior year, and then oh. it all ended on some random Friday and none of us were ready like none of us said goodbye to each other or anything. oh my gosh um yeah so that's that's pretty weird um our school or my school specifically I know is working really hard on um maybe like having a graduation in August and a prom in August if we can. oh wow but yeah right now it looks like graduation's gonna be online and oh my gosh prom and yeah it's it's definitely hard um but I feel really thankful, like we were talking about before, I feel really thankful that we have all this technology so we can still stay in contact with with um, friends. Um, but yeah, it's definitely really hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry that I can't even imagine. I remember when I graduated from high school and that's just like such a big year of your life, like all these events, even the little ones, you know, just where you get together, together with everybody and celebrate this so I'm I'm sorry about that that's awful it's all right I think yeah it's definitely a unique senior experience but I think um towards the end of the summer it'll be cool to see uh like how we can all get together one last time and stuff yeah yeah um well before we get into your amazing story today I'd love to know a little bit more about you um so tell us maybe where, where you live, what kinds of things do you enjoy doing? Just tell us everything. <laughs> uh, well, I live in Long Lake, Minnesota, and I go to Orono High School. Um, we live by a lot of lakes. If anyone's heard of Lake Minnetonka, it's super fun. Like when it's warm out, I always love going on the boat with my friends and um what else? I play the ukulele. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I have um, one. I only play it a little bit. 
<laughs> yeah, quarantine has given me a little bit uh, more time to learn it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I really love to longboard. I cool. really love kids and nanny. I nanny a lot and babysit. Um, and yeah, just hanging out with friends, being outside. A lot nice. fun stuff. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, is, long, is longboarding like skateboarding or surfing? I don't <laughs> It's more like skateboarding, okay. um, except the board is a little bit longer, which cool. is a little bit easier because I'm terrible at balance in general, <laughs> so <laughs> it helps me a little bit more. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I feel like um, I've always felt like if I even attempted to step on a skateboard, I would just like break an arm immediately, so I've never tried. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, okay, so we are here today to talk about an incredible organization that you founded during your junior year, I believe. What is Letters of Love? Uh, Letters of Love is an organization where kids support other kids who are their age and younger um, and older who are in children's hospitals around the world. Um, and we do this through emotional support rather than financial support. Uh, which is really cool because there's not a lot of organizations that focus um, solely on emotional support, which is, in my opinion, just as much or even more important as um, raising money. It's it's so awesome. I mean, there's so many things about Letters of Love that is just the coolest and most heartwarming. Um, I know there's a pretty emotional backstory about why you started this. Would you be comfortable sharing that with us? Yeah, of course. Um, so when I was seven, my mom was diagnosed with leukemia, which is a type of cancer located in the blood. Um, and while she was fighting leukemia, um, she was, or she was diagnosed with stage three. So it was pretty serious right away. Uh And she was, um, staying in the hospital pretty much all three years of her battling it. And, um, something that me and my three or my two younger sisters really loved to do was, write cards and draw pictures for her. So every day after school, we would come home and make just piles of pictures, <laughs> and books and write like, I love you and all that stuff. Um, and we would visit her about once a week and bring them to her. And she would plaster them all over her hospital walls um, so that they were more colorful. And she always said that even when we couldn't be there, that was, that felt like we were still there. And um, it was like one of her her favorite ways of being supported was getting cards for people. And um, when I was 10, my mom unfortunately lost her battle with cancer. And um, ever since then, I kind of vowed to myself that I was going to make this terrible thing in my life. I was going to make something positive out of it and kind of cultivate um, a positive impact from that bad thing that I went through. So I started brainstorming a lot. And at that point, I was too young to start volunteering at the Children's Hospital. Like I mentioned before, I really love kids. And I just really wanted to find a way to help people who are going through something similar as my mom was. Um, So I remembered what me and my sisters did for my mom, which was making cards and drawings and stuff, and got the idea to start a club at my school where students and teachers could come down and make cards and we would donate them to the children's hospital. 
So that's kind of how Lars Love all started. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. Um, well, what a, a beautiful way to honor your mom's memory. Like you've just done so much for all these kids and families. Um, so you said Letters of Love was started as a club in your high school. Mm-hmm. So if I understand right, your classmates are welcome to come to like the meetings and write letters for the kids and make art just like you used to do. How did your classmates react when you kind of first brought this idea to school? Um, so I guess the very first time I talked to my friends about it, I got like a little group of my friends together to help me plan the first meeting and kind of put it on my Instagram and stuff. And I did not expect a lot of people to come because we had never done anything like this before at our school. And we had like art club and Spanish club, but this was something super different. Um, but surprisingly, the first meeting we had like a hundred people come, which was wow. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. We had it in our back art room and it was just like filled like person to person, super squished. So many people came and I was like, I, I like cried. I was so excited and happy. I did not believe it. And yeah, since then, um, we've had now at Warno, we have over half of our student population as members, which is super exciting. <laughs> that is mind blowing, especially like for, you know, if I remember like when I was in high school, people have their interests, but there's not a lot of interest that usually overlaps like half of the school so that you know what though I was watching a video that you guys made um about letters of love earlier and it had you and it had um I think the person who's gonna help when you leave and someone else and just the words that they said I think this is a big testament to you and who you are like it was really amazing to hear you know what kind of a person other people see you as. So I think you're the, really the glue that keeps that all together. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it so much. It's my biggest passion, definitely. Well, it's, it's radiating, radiating off the screen. Uh, you can tell <laughs> that. Um, so so how often would you hold the, the meetings then? Um, at our school, we have them about once a month. Nice. What, uh, what, like maybe describe for us what it's like being there during those are they a lot of fun like do people kind of just do their own thing how do they go um so they're so fun I they're super fun a lot of people honestly come like at the very beginning especially when people didn't know about it like we have music playing super loud we have like donuts some meetings we make waffles (laughs) we fill up all the tables um usually we have them in our cafeteria or have them um we fill up all the tables like stickers and colorful paper and markers and glitter and all that fun stuff and yeah people come and fill up the cafeteria make cards um like people talk a lot some people just come down and make a card and then do homework down there because it's such a good environment and yeah just when it's it's hard to explain the atmosphere but like everyone's smiling when at those meetings and like everyone's so happy and talking to each other and yeah I love them it's such a good atmosphere that sounds like so much fun (laughs) Uh, something something very cool about this is that letters of love is now a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization uh congratulations on that I know that's 
a really big process a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Thank you. <laughs> what what um what was the process like? Did I I feel like everyone I've talked to who runs this 501c3 has like a whole board and everything. Do you have a board on on your nonprofit? Yeah, so um I'm the president of the CEO. I think yeah, president CEO and then we have a vice president and then the board we have a secretary um we have like volunteer director uh, world business connections director like all these different fancy names <laughs> for nice. people um and yeah that's our board um and yeah just getting it set up was a lot of paperwork i guess and the lawyer that i work with and all that um yeah it's it hasn't been too hard, I guess. Just kind of figuring out how to do it along the way. And it's it's definitely been an adventure. But <laughs> nice. That's that's uh that's so impressive. I mean, it's already a lot of work to do what you're doing, but now you've got like this whole official organization and um it's so cool though. It's I'm just so impressed. <laughs> um so so this just originally started in your school, but it's actually spread quite a bit. I know there are multiple chapters. How many are there? Uh, right now in Minnesota, we have 23, I believe. Wow. 22 or 23. And next school year, we will be um, having clubs around the world and around the U.S. Oh, my gosh. Uh, where's, like, the first international location? Um. Italy, Austria, and South Africa are all for sure. And we have a couple other countries who are interested as well. That is, how does that make you feel? But <laughs> it's spreading like that. Um, it's surreal. It's <laughs> like when I think about it too much, I start crying because it's just so crazy to me. Like, I, I can't believe that it's getting so big and that, like, I did this. It's it's seriously hard to believe. <laughs> it's so It's so cool. Um, do you know how many, like, do you keep track of how many cards you've sent out at this point? Um, We try to keep track. I think being a nonprofit now, it'll be a lot easier to keep track because someone's specific job will be contacting all the ambassadors after each meeting and having, like, a big spreadsheet um, and all that. But I think right now we've sent out about 60,000 cards oh between my gosh. all of our clubs <laughs> the past few years. That is, like, staggering. That is so many cards. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Do you ever get responses back from the families or anything like that? Um. So we have gotten – it's not very often that we do. And I think, like, now that we have a website and a Facebook and email and all that and we're a nonprofit, I think we might get a little bit more of that. But we have gotten um, a couple patients. We've gotten four patients from Children's Minnesota who've reached out to us um, via our Instagram. Oh, wow. And they're actually, I'm like close friends with all of them now. Um, we like FaceTime all the time. And oh. and they all received uh, cards from Letters of Love, which is really, really cool. And they reached out and actually spoke at our gala. Which wow. Is really cool. Um, but yeah, that's, that is like the best feeling in the world, like better than like spreading to South Africa, just getting to talk to people who, who Letters of Love has impacted. is like, 
seriously the best feeling ever. What a, um, like what have some of them said that getting the letter did for them or made them feel? Um, a lot of them have said that they've said a lot of things like people don't really understand how, how far a card can go, but it's seriously like a lot of them have like cried when they've gotten cards and they, they have said, um, just like how much it's helped them. And like a lot of people don't understand how much that small act of kindness can help. But, um, yeah, they've just all been so grateful for it. And, um, yeah, it's, they're all so happy about it and it just makes my heart so happy. (laughs) Oh, I feel the same thing right now. That's so, this is beautiful. Um, well, you mentioned your gala and I was going to ask about that next, actually. So on top of all of this, being a student, you know, running a nonprofit, you threw an entire gala last year. I would love to hear how that went. How, what was that for? Um, so yeah, we threw a gala. (laughs) It was, it went absolutely perfectly like it was a dream nothing went wrong it was absolutely perfect we had 350 teenagers come from all around minnesota to the gala which was also crazy um (laughs) we planned i planned it with uh a couple other people i was i was probably like the main person who was kind of planning everything uh but i planned it with a couple of my friends in about three and a half weeks wow (laughs) Yeah, we got the venue, um, raised, I think it was $11,000 to pay for all of it, got a lot of donations. Um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, and yeah, like what, what kind of went through your mind when you like walked through the doors of the venue and like saw all these people who traveled so far away to be there for this cool thing that you built? I I keep saying surreal, but <laughs> that's like the best word to describe it. It was seriously surreal. Like I, at one point I was on stage giving my little speech and like explaining my story and thanking everyone for coming. And I looked and the whole entire venue was just filled with people like crying. And um, it was all, it was really cool because it was all kids my age, like all high school students. And I just thought it was the most incredible thing in the world that all these people were coming for the sole purpose of helping kids. Like that's, that's what our gal was all about is we made cards and tie blankets and bracelets. And the whole purpose was for emotionally supporting kids. And it just like blew me away that so many teenagers came just to help other people. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really like the most powerful thing about this. Um, you know, when when I was a teen, I sounds so old. I'm like 30 years old now. <laughs> when I was in high school, um, it's it's hard to really like galvanize people around an issue, but um, because everyone's got so much going on and growing up is hard enough as it is. But um, it's just, uh, yeah, again, testament to you, I think. <laughs> um, well, so with this COVID nineteen crisis and the school closures and everything. Um, you can't have in-person meetings anymore, um, but you've kind of pivoted your focus to help, you know, uh, more specifically for people going through stuff right now. I would love to hear about this new video campaign that you're working on. 
Yes, so we just started this video campaign, and um, like you said, it's it's directed to help um, the kids in the hospital who aren't able to see their family and friends due to COVID. Um, there's just so many risks with people coming in and out of hospitals now that a lot of kids um, aren't able to see their parents and their friends and family and that kind of thing. So we really wanted to find a way to um, let those kids know that the whole community is still fighting for them and supporting them, loving them during this crazy time. So we've been asking people to send us in um, just a short video with a few encouraging words. Um, just like, we love you. We support you. You're amazing. We believe in you, that kind of thing. And it's kind of blown up a little bit. Really? <laughs> it's going really, really well. Yeah, we're working with the Wilds, um, which is the Minnesota hockey team um minnesota vikings which is our football team our college sports teams um a couple actors and comedians um our children's hospital the minnesota children's hospital um like all their staff um and a couple other big names that we're trying to get help from wow um, which is yeah it's really exciting and it's a it's a really really cool thing to see the community kind of all come together and how many videos we're getting from so many people who just you know want to help it's it's really cool that is so cool I um I was gonna I was gonna make one because I I heard from our VIP team that you needed some do you still need more is it too late yes yes please please send them more we always um could use more and it's yeah the more videos the better honestly to make it more special for these kids our, uh, let's see, if this episode comes out in a couple weeks, will you still do more than, like, if our listeners want to send one in? Yes, definitely. We're going to have the deadline at the end of May. Okay, so, cool. Um, yeah, please send in videos. I promise you, you will make a kid's day. I love that. Oh, my gosh, what a fun project. <laughs> um, and then I think you are also soon launching um, a second GoFundMe campaign on our charity platform what's that going to be for just to support the the organization yeah so um like i keep saying letters of love really tries to focus on emotional support um but with financial donations we get to do really cool things with them uh we're starting to write a children's book actually which um which will definitely help with financial donations we'll we'll need those for that um we want to start helping provide animal therapy to patients um, and just buying art supplies new books uh toys if we can start buying like things like wees and tablets for kids who are in the hospital for long periods of time um yeah that's our goal with all of our financial donations uh we're also trying to work with um with uh, what's the company that makes barbie matten Oh, Mattel. Mattel, that's it. I always say Matt, and I don't know. <laughs> but uh, we're trying to work with them to make a um, a special Barbie, a, like a cancer Barbie, and get wow. those donated to the hospital. They are um, that would be obviously a pretty expensive, um, pretty expensive project. But we're trying. Um, so yeah, a lot of really fun stuff like that is what we're hoping to raise money for and get to get to do more projects like it. This is really taking on like a high level of like <laughs> people being involved in this. That's so cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, so this is all amazing. Um, 
I would love to know back to you. Um, what are your post high school plans? I mean, this must be a crazy time to be graduating high school, maybe thinking about college. Like what, what, what what's your plan? Um, so yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely very crazy. And I kind of decided, um, I actually decided a couple weeks ago that next year I'm going to take a gap year and just focus on running the nonprofits and having employees and all that. As an 18 year old, it's kind of, <laughs> lot to learn and kind of throw myself into especially if I was throwing myself into college as well um so I'm just gonna take the year to really get the get the nonprofit off the ground and you know train all my employees in and all that and then the year after I'm going to study um nonprofit business management wow oh my gosh so like this is maybe like something that created like a future path for you in your life yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I and I I honestly think that I mean we've been pretty successful thus far, so I would love I would absolutely love to do this um for my life. Like this is obviously so I'm so passionate about it and I love it so much. So I just cool. got the chills. Like this <laughs> is so you're totally gonna do all of that. And and also what a thing to put on your resume, like when you do go to school for this, like they're gonna be so impressed. <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think you're going to do all of that and more. You're just you're just you're like a connector. I can t- I can tell. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Grace, you've made such an impact in the lives of so many people and I just want to take a moment to thank you for everything you do and all of the just wonderful things that you're spreading out into the world. Um you speak a lot about the importance of being kind and spreading kindness, which is a really big theme here on our podcast. I would love as kind of a closing thought to hear what does kindness mean to you and why is it so important in our world? Um, I think kindness is the most beautiful part of being a human. Um, I think just the length that kindness can go is absolutely incredible and just the smallest acts of kindness, like making a card for someone, can seriously change their life. It can make their entire day. And um, yeah, I just think small acts of kindness are so, so important. And especially something that I also love preaching about, I guess, is for young people who don't have the money uh, to donate to things or think they're too young to make a difference, you are never too young to make a difference or too old. Um, I think that literally anyone can, can do it and kindness just goes so far. So you can really, really change the world with just, just small acts of kindness. Thank you so much to the amazing Grace for sharing her story with us today. And congratulations to her on being named our Kid Hero of the Month for May 2020. If you'd like to support Grace's wonderful missions, you can find her GoFundMe campaign on GoFundMe.com slash heroes. Thank you so much for listening to True Stories of Good People, a GoFundMe Heroes production. If you were inspired by today's story, please help us out by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating or review and subscribing to the show. And if anyone you know loves inspiring stories, please share our podcast with them. It means the world to us. For more inspiring stories just like the one you heard today, please visit the GoFundMe Heroes hub at gofundme.com heroes 
and be sure to subscribe to our mailing list so you can get heartwarming stories delivered straight to your inbox. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GoFundMe Heroes. Also, we'd love to hear from listeners, so if you have any feedback, suggestions, or questions, you can write to us at podcast.gofundme.com. Special thanks to Gotham Podcast Studio, where this episode was remotely recorded. Sorry about my dog barking in the background on this one. And to our editing team at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. We'll be back next time with more true stories of good people. Talk to you then.